0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast. My name is Sam Bauer, and I am the host and moderator of this podcast. And I am so excited today to have my good, dear friend, Jackie Hutz, with me. Jackie is a wonderful person, and she is the, would you say, CEO, founder? Founder. The founder okay. <laughs> of Team Fish Guy, which is an amazing nonprofit that helps to find people who are in need of organs um, donors and helps financially support you know, the surgeries and the families and all the things that come along with somebody who is searching for an organ in order to survive. So if anybody's been through this, it is a crazy process that I've never experienced um, on either side. I, I have minimal um, experience with this, but Jackie's story has touched me so much that I wanted to give her the opportunity to share what her and her husband have been through and how what they have been through uh, encouraged her to start an organization that helps other people go through it so that their experience can be better. Um, And I think that right there is a notable quality. And I met Jackie probably about two years ago. And the first time I met her, I was walking down the street in Saxenburg and she was sitting at like a table in front of her business uh, at, uh, at like a little booth and she was um, giving out brochures and things like that. And I don't know if you remember this or not. I was going to the hotel to do an event. and Yes, um, I do.
1: I do remember.
0: I just, you know, Jackie started talking to me and I just liked her right away and she started telling me about her cause and um, what she was doing. And I think you were actually trying to get people to go to the 100 women. um,
1: That's most likely.
0: Yes. uh, Yes. Yes. Events. So anyway, we met there and then uh, I might've been the following month that you were a speaker Mm -hmm. at the Saxonburg Business Association and you spoke about your organization and I was like bawling I'm sitting there Jackie's talking and I'm like sobbing because it was it was shortly after my daughter got out of the hospital that yes you so yes. I had just gone through uh, a series of hard things that with my daughter that like I watched her go through surgeries and um so I was kind of emotionally raw. raw Yes. Whenever you gave your so yes. I'm like sitting there trying not to like make a scene. And, and I, I saw you. And Jackie is like just telling her story. I mean, I I was amazed at her strength and courage to stand up and talk the way she spoke. Uh and ever since then I've been a, a huge fan of Team Fish Guy and a huge fan of Jackie's. And so it's my honor to have her on this podcast today to share about her story and hopefully touch the people that are listening in a way that makes you um, you know, either decide that you wanna make a change for your cause or maybe you're going through something really hard and you're not sure how to get through it. And so maybe Jackie's story will encourage you to find peace in the storm. Um, and maybe it'll encourage you to start something that you feel passionate about. So, um, so Jackie, welcome. Sorry, that was Thank a you. really long <laughs> introduction. Yeah, <it's> a great <laughs> intro. Thank you. Oh, and also Jackie has a cough today. So if yes. there's coughing involved in this podcast, we apologize in advance and just give us a little bit of grace this morning, right? We yes. all
1: have been there. <laughs> yes. I tell everybody it's pollen, not the plague. So it's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're sitting, we're sitting right beside each other. So I have hundred percent faith that yes. she's- <laughs> I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how how this all started and maybe a little bit about the fish guy. <laughs>
1: sure. Okay, well, my husband Bill, he is the fish guy. He has for years set up and maintained fish tanks, aquariums for himself and for others, and that was his business. He was known as the fish guy. And we met at my son's rowing event one September. He was in town visiting his brother and my son and his nephew were on the same rowing team in Hampton. And they had always said, you need to meet Uncle Bill. You need to meet Uncle Bill. And finally I met Uncle Bill. Well, that was nice, but he lived in New Hampshire. So (laughs) another year passed and he was in town for his mother's birthday. And he called me on saturday afternoon and said would you like to you know go to dinner or get together this evening i'm in town for my mom's birthday but thought maybe i'd get together and i'm like well that would be wonderful except that i'm on my way to kennywood my kids are marching in the fall festival and he said i don't even know what kennywood is and <laughs> i, I <know>. said well <laughs> he goes well, what time will you be back and i said about 10 30 and he goes okay well let's meet at 10 at night. And I said, well, the only place open then is Eaton Park. So we yeah, met this is such a Pittsburgh story. Right, I love exactly. It. <laughs> and he's not from Pittsburgh. So he knows none of Kennywood or Eaton Park, yeah. all the good things. <laughs> and so we met 10:30 at night. My family knew where I was going. They knew that I was meeting somebody. So everybody was on alert. <laughs> but we sat from 10:30 until 4:30 in the morning talking. Oh my goodness. We went through two shifts of servers. <laughs> tipped them all well, don't worry. And just had a wonderful time getting to know each other. Well, I went home then and went to bed and he went back to his mom's and two hours later got up and drove back to New Hampshire. Oh my gosh. Well, that 13 hour drive, we talked probably nine hours of that
0: oh my gosh. on our cell phones. Yes.
1: <laughs> and over the next month, our long distance relationship grew to where we knew that God had put us together because as a single mom for 14 years, I went, you know, here, God is my really long list of what I want. And God kept saying, you're hilarious. And (laughs) my list just kind of, you know, things would drop off that list. And what became important was the man for me needed to know God. He needed to have Jesus in his heart and he needed to know where he was going when our time was over and so that became the only thing i focused on was to having a man that had a relationship with god yes and all through this bill didn't until right before he came to meet his mom for her birthday
0: oh my gosh
1: so that's you know that's a little bit of our backstory. Well, you know, when you're 42, you kind of go, well we could just take this really slow or we could go, well, this is it yeah. we know And from first date till the day of our wedding was about 90 days. Wow and it's will be seventeen years in December. Wow,
0: that's yes. amazing. Yes,
1: yes so we know that God has been with us every day and he has led our relationship and our path and it certainly hasn't been easy he has two adult children I had three teenagers okay. uh, he moved from New Hampshire to Pittsburgh and while you know he's not the biggest football fan because he was in New England uh, but That's he good. cheered for New England <laughs> just to irritate my son oh which yeah. worked for years <laughs> but now he is a true <laughs> Pittsburgh fan good so. good, good boy <laughs> yes Point, exactly, guy. and he has <laughs> as many Steeler and Penguin jerseys as everybody else, so we're good
0: there. It's funny when I met my husband; he, his family's from Baltimore. Oh man, uh, it was <laughs> it was like they, him, and my stepson would like just taunt me about the, and I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work out.
1: I <laughs> like, know, I know, the, like
0: yes, this, this we need to get past this in order to have a happy marriage. So, Correct.
1: Yes. Yes, <laughs> um, yes.
0: So they did, they saw the light. Exactly. I, I wouldn't say that they're like <laughs> hardcore stealers, right. but they, they are more stealers. They don't, they don't do that anymore. Yes. So it's, yes. It's, it's acceptable.
1: Yes. <laughs> it, it just, it's just better if you get on the Pittsburgh train, yes. it just is so much better. Yeah, it, yes. it is. Yes. Well, 10 years into our marriage, uh, my fish guy, and his doctor, they put his kidneys on the watch list. And in 2015, he got so sick that I didn't think he was gonna see the new year. So over Christmas, when we got married, we went to Niagara Falls for our honeymoon. It's the best place in the world. We absolutely love it. But when he got sick and he really thought he wasn't gonna make it, he decided we were gonna go to Niagara Falls again. So right after Christmas, Packed us up, drove up there, put them in a wheelchair, took them around to the places that we could you know, get to. One, because it was snowing. Two, because it was in between Christmas and New Year's and a lot of things are closed uh, that you would normally do in the summer at Niagara Falls. Yeah. Um, it got to the point where um, he was so sick that before we left, I called our Senator's office and said, uh, what happens if I'm in Canada and my husband dies. And the poor thing on the phone, she was so distraught at my story that I just ended up hanging up because she wasn't going to be able to give me any information. Yeah. So,
0: wow. yes, yeah, wow.
1: so yes, yeah, so it was it was it was bad. When we had gone to his doctor's appointment, they said, "Well, it'll be a year to 18 months before he needs to be on dialysis." Well, it was 3 months. Oh my gosh. And it just surprised everybody that how fast he got sick. So we, he started dialysis, which is a good thing because it was removing the toxins that were poisoning his body, but it's also so hard on your body and your head. So his son said, dad, you've got to get on the transplant list. That's the most important thing right now. So we called, we got an appointment because somebody else had canceled. So we got in right away. And the very first thing they have you do is meet with a financial coordinator. And she said, okay, based on your insurance and your W-2s, you need to raise about $25,000 for his first year of care.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> I went, okay. So then you meet with the pharmacist and then you meet with the social worker and then eventually you get to the doctors. I went, okay, well, um, God, you've been preparing me for this. I can I can gather people together. I had led groups of women to women of faith. I'd take them to Pittsburgh. I'd take them to Columbus. It didn't matter. Um, I kind of was like the Pied Piper and everybody, I'd say, let's go here. And everybody go, okay, let's go there. And we'd always have a good time. I'd raise some money for the women that couldn't afford to go because not having money is never the reason. I have always been a firm believer in that. Uh, whether it's kids on a band trip, um, you know, tournament baseball, women of faith. Now it's transplant. So now we're dealing with all the wonderful things that come with being on a transplant list and being so sick that you go to dialysis three days a week for six hours, and then you struggle to recover for the next 24 hours, and then you go to dialysis again. Oh so it's a it's an evil cycle that is necessary. Eventually Bill was put on to um, home dialysis. So he was literally connected to a hose to a machine for about 14 hours a day. Wow! And he could walk 20 feet. And that was, that was his area that he could stay in. So it was important that we look for a living donor because to be on the, Transplant list and get a deceased donor was a three to five year wait. Wow, that's how. And he had ten. What do you have? Ten week? Ten months? Yes. Okay. So yeah. yes. So
0: that wasn't going to work. So that wasn't
1: going to work. So we had friends and family that started the process of being approved to be living donors, and um, none of them quite got over the finish line. You know, uh, and and that was that was just the way it was. I
0: I. I actually have a friend who needed a kidney and I explored giving her one of mine because I'm the blood type that everybody accepts. Right. And because I lived in Arizona and she lived in Pittsburgh at the time, mm-hmm. it was like almost impossible for yes. me to give her my kidney. I mean, I, I went through all the research and all the how to do it and it's not easy to give no. a, you would think like, that's my friend. I want to give her my mm-hmm. kidney. I'll just do it and we'll figure it out. But there's a lot
1: of red tape in between as well that I I had no idea. Well, Well, part of it, Sam, is because while you think it should be easy, it can't be easy because what you would be doing is going through an elective surgery to have something that is healthy removed from your body. And those doctors and nurses and social workers need to know that you are the healthiest you can possibly be that your organ will be accepted by the other person and that your mindset is okay. Got it. And that's where a lot of people think, well, well, I could do this. Yes, you can, but let's go through the process and see. And it's not necessarily the blood type anymore because so many improvements have been made through the medical uh, field that. The medicines afterwards. As long as your organs don't fight each other, then you're going to be a, that kidney should be okay.
0: Yeah, it's just I mean th- this process is truly a, a God-given Absolutely.
1: miracle.
0: Yes, that it even ha- like that it even happens and that it works. Right. So right. it just adds to that. Well, twofold, right? God's got it in control. Absolutely. But also, man, what a freaking difficult
1: Yes, process. yes, yes, it is. Um, it is. It is. And to to show you how funny it, it can be, I mean, it was, you know, we laughed at this part and people just kind of shake their head and go, are you kidding me? Because we can't make this story up. Uh, we got a crazy phone call one night and It was my ex-husband's sister. And she said, I think I'm supposed to donate my kidney to Bill. And we (laughs) laughed. Like, what are you talking about? One, you live in Tennessee and we're in Pittsburgh. And two, you're my ex-husband's sister. And she goes, yeah, I know. And we went, okay, well, here's the coordinator's phone call. Call her. Don't call her. Yeah, Keep us informed. Don't keep us informed. Whatever you want, it's fine. It's up to you. Keep us in the loop or not? Amazing. So, uh, fast forward. That was in October. Fast forward to May of 2018. We had to sneak her into Pittsburgh for testing because that she had passed everything, even though they had lost her 24-hour urine catch results. They had lost this. (laughs) They. I mean, the, the mail and the system worked against us every step of the way, but every time we look back now, we think, well, that's because God's plan is perfect. And his timing is perfect every time. And we snuck her in, we flew her up here and uh, put her in our back room. And we had friends and family going crazy that weekend. And we just kind of hid her and. Wow. took her down. She had to meet with the surgeons and uh, do a stress test, all that thing. They wanted to meet her beforehand because she had passed everything with flying colors. Wow. So I know. That's and cool. so she left, came back and she said, uh, about a week later, she says, well, I'm approved and we're setting the date. It's two weeks from now. We went, what? <laughs> <laughs> And sure enough, on May 31st, 2018, my ex-husband's sister, Oma, donated her left kidney to my husband, Bill. And she is just our hero. The fact that she would do this, it just blows my mind every day. And we got to see her this weekend at a family wedding. And she's doing great. And um, we... We are just so grateful.
0: That is so grateful. I love this story. Yes. And so, just you know, this we we just went to Lancaster last week and see Esther. Yes. And the verse yes. that just keeps like like resonating in my head is, uh, "You were created for such a time as this." Exactly. And you have to think about y- you you were married to this man that you didn't you didn't right continue. right it's so right like, for such a time as this you were yeah. you. Had you not married him, you wouldn't have known his sister to save your husband's life. Yes. Like for such a time as this. I mean, that's just, it's, it gives me It does. It does.
1: And she was in my first wedding. Wow. So, I mean, that's how close we were. And then she lives in Tennessee now, um, has a heart of gold. And, um, one of the things that happened during all of this is we raised the money because we had, um. Craft shows and spaghetti dinners and all kinds of small fundraisers that ended up adding up to uh, twenty five thousand dollars and then we kept going and we raised forty two thousand yes. and it it's it's a balancing axiom because the side effects of transplant are so they're so hard some days yeah. because and especially the first six months because everything is a balancing act. Uh, if you adjust this, this goes out of whack. And if you adjust this, this goes out of whack. And what happens is they, they transplant that organ into your body and it started working immediately, which is just amazing. And the goal of the transplant team is to keep that new organ hidden and invisible to your immune system. Because if it doesn't, your immune system is built to attack something foreign and that organ will always be a foreign object in your body. Right. So because of that, a cold can literally kill a transplant patient. They have no immune system. Got it. So we were so careful on if you sneezed, you weren't coming near us for the next two weeks. If you coughed, you were done. Yeah. And no handshaking. And he wore masks before masks were a thing, a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Before and cool. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and controversial he, yeah. the transplant patients are the ones that need the masks on a regular basis because the things that float around now can be so deadly to a transplant patient. Right. So it's, it's a balancing act. And one of the things we found raising all this money, the way you do it is you can't just raise the money and keep it because, um, tax people don't like that. So we worked (laughs) with a nonprofit that you raised money and gave it to them. They were the nonprofit and then they paid your expenses. So when we would have a $2,000 bill for this medication or an $800 bill for this medication, then we would submit those expenses and they would reimburse us. Oh, super smart. Yes. And that's how we did it. And we also were able to cover, uh, Oma's lost wages and all her travel expenses, the hotels, because she was here over two weeks. Plus, um, you know, all the things that she needed to, uh, to be here because she right. is, she lives on a farm, has 40 some animals. And one of the things that this nonprofit would not cover was the, the animal care for while she and her partner were up here. Yeah. Well, what are you talking about? It was $500. And this person was taking care of her farm while she was up here giving the gift of life to my husband. Right. And we went, well, we will take care of this and that will never happen to someone else. Because if she hadn't been known that her farm was going to be okay and that her animals were okay, she, have she wouldn't have come. right? That's And a lot because <laughs> that, it is, it's a lot of work, as you know, and it was just part of the process. So after the first year of Bill having his wonderful transplant, we went, okay, so what have we learned and what can we do next? Well, we need to help other transplant patients and donors not have to worry about money being the reason they can't have a transplant. And so we, you know, he said, what do you want to do this Christmas? And I said, well, don't buy me anything. You know, the most expensive (laughs) gift out there is don't buy me anything, honey. Um, I want to put all our money toward filing these papers. Well, you think starting a nonprofit. Okay. Well, you either think it's really hard or you think it's really easy. And I just, thought it was really expensive. So we just kind (laughs) of, he just kept saying, okay, write that check, write that check, write that check. We filed all the papers and boom, three months later, we had our approval. And I talked to someone, they said, but it's a hard process. And I went, well, I didn't know it was hard. So I just went ahead and did it. Right. And March of that's Jackie, man. She just does it. it. She just does stuff. Exactly. And today we, we have a nonprofit, a, a true nonprofit that supports transplant patients, donors, and their families. While we raise awareness for the importance of organ donation. Yes. Because there are so many people that are waiting and we need to help them. Yeah. So that's that's what we do. Which is just incredible and amazing. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So um so how can I ask a question? Sure. How did you like decide? Okay, so you went through this really hard thing. Was there a moment where you felt like God was pressing you to start this nonprofit? Or are you just Jackie and you just did it because well, it was the
1: right thing to do? Because I feel like you're the person that just you don't question; you just do it. I, you're correct. I don't question. I years ago, um, all through my years with Women of Faith, you know, there was a theme, and it was bold, 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 boldness. Pray with boldness. Yes. Act with boldness, and I have just taken that to heart, and I wear it on my sleeve, and I frequently go to Joshua chapter three and I go and it's such a lesson that a lot of people say I pray and then I wait for God to act and I back up and I say great and here's what happened in Joshua God said act and then I will And those stories are so important to how I act that God said, you step into that river that's 10 or 12 feet deep. And as soon as you put your feet in there with the Ark of the Covenant coming behind you, that water will stop and it will clear. And the the priest that carried that Ark across the Jordan River walked on dry land. I thought, you know what? They don't know the rest of all the stories. And I do. Right. And I know that yes, I pray and I wait. But I also know that I pray and I act. Yes. Because God is going to follow up with everything.
0: This is so good and so powerful. (laughs) And it's something that I think so many people forget. And you're right. I think the majority of people pray and wait for God to answer their prayers. Right. And This can relate into business too. I've had people say to me, you know, I I pray for my business and I'm not (laughs) seeing results. Well, you got to do too. You can't just like pray and God's not just going to like rain down customers and money and and revenue and all this stuff. You have to pray and say, God, here I go. Yes. Back me up, man. And exactly. know that as you do, yes. he's going to lay the people, he's going right. to lay the resources. He's going to lay the things in front of you that are going to help you to be successful, but they're not going to happen if you're sitting there waiting, waiting. That exactly. is, I love everything that you exactly. just said Yes, so much. And, and <laughs> it's I, it's a good reminder for me too.
1: And, and it's true. And I remember that, you know, we have, we have to thank God before we have the resources yes. Yep. and then watch him work because those two loaves and fish were blessed and became abundant. And we have to take what we have, thank God for it and watch him expand it. And it happens every day. It happens in my life and it happens in yours. And we have to be aware of it and keep saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes. Every day. Yep.
0: Yes. The gratitude is such a, such a key and being grateful. Exactly. before, Because again, God has a plan ordained for your life already. So being grateful, knowing that it's already planned. Exactly. The success is already there. Correct. The resources that we need to become successful or to touch the people or to, you know, do what we need to do for God. It's already there. Exactly. We, we've already exactly. got everything we need to do it. Right. But we can't sit around and, and, pray. And I mean, we can sit around and pray, but like we got to do right. We got, I love Jackie. I love you.
1: Unless <laughs> thank you, I love you too. Until, unless God tells me to wait, I'm not waiting. Right. Yes. And, he and does sometimes, sometimes. Yes. And he does. Right? You and know you he, know, I was a yeah. single mom for 14 years. So I just kind of waited, but I went on and did everything else I was supposed to be doing right. in that time. Right. And, and here we are. So good. Yes. So I want to play a little game with you. Oh, okay. Okay? I like games. True or false? Oh, no. Okay. All right. All right. So so we're talking about organ donation. Oh, Oh, no. Okay. True or false? 8,000 folks from Pennsylvania are currently waiting for a life-saving organ transplant.
0: Hmm. I feel like that's false. I feel like there's more.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, it is true. Okay. <laughs> oh, but, <come> <laughs> but that's okay. But okay. But nationally, there are over 120,000 people waiting. Wow. And here's something very sad that every day someone dies in Pennsylvania waiting for an organ donation 22 people every day.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes.
1: Yes. So you need Ugh. to be signed up as an organ donor. Okay. Yeah. Right. And
0: if you're not, I'm going to post. Under this, link. when I posted yep. the link so that you can get signed up to be an organ donor. Absolutely. All right, let's see if I can. All right, true or false? Right.
1: <laughs> doctors won't work hard to save my life if they know I'm an organ donor. False. They that are, is aren't they legally absolute, obligated to like, <laughs> yes. take care of people? Paramedics, doctors, nurses, they will do everything possible to save your life. The transplant team is only notified after all life saving efforts have failed. Okay. Okay, man, I
0: never even thought
1: that people would think that. But oh, I bet people... yes, it's one of my big ones. Yep, Ugh. yep. And here's the other one: true or false? Okay, you can be too old or too sick to donate your organs. False. It is false. Yes, every potential donor is evaluated on a case by case basis, and organ donors have, you know, most times up to eight organs that they can donate. They can also be a tissue donor. Bones, ligaments, tendons, corneas, heart valves. So, what you think you can't give, someone else is waiting for. So, it's important. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Okay. True or false? All right. Most people believe in organ donation. Believe
0: that it's a thing.
1: Believe in that it's donating. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I would say true. That is true. But here's the sad part: only half. Are registered as organ donors. Wow. So what can you do? You can be part of the long-term solution, agree to be an organ donor after you're done with your body and give someone else the gift of life. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes.
0: If we're supposed to like give our give our shirt. If somebody asks, yes. or what yes. is it? If somebody asks for your shirt, give them your coat too. Right. Um, I think that God is probably in full support of also giving your organs That's when <laughs> like you're yet. done with your body.
1: exactly. <laughs> and uh, you have two kidneys and you can live quite successfully with one. Some right. people are born with only one oh, and really? yes, huh. yes. And 50% kidney capacity with one kidney is just fine okay all right, well, i'm doing a little better I'm yes up. yes okay uh true or false not everyone is healed i would say true
0: mm. because they could reject the kid no
1: well let's i'm going a little deeper on this one okay um we are all created in god's image and when we return to heaven we will be Perfect. Healed. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was thinking yes. on it. A... Okay. Yes. And um, Jesus said, "Lord, the one, you know." Uh, let's back up. Lazarus. Yes. Martha, Mary. Okay. Jesus healed them. They said, "Lord, the one you love is sick." And he said, "This is all for God's glory, not ours." And John eleven continues this story. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Well, I plop my name right in there and I read it. Now, Jesus loves Jackie and her sister, Samantha, and their husbands, Bill and Rob. This story is all about God's glory. Yes. Every day. Yes. And then in Max Lucado had a book out before Amen. And he sums up my thoughts on how I know that Bill and all others will be healed. He either heals us instantly, gradually, or ultimately. Yep. Upon our arrival in heaven. Yep. And we shall be like him. And I cling to this promise because I'll believe it until I see it.
0: Yes. Yes. That just mm-hmm. goes right along with your boldness. Right. Right. Exactly. You, yes. you believe um, before you see. And I love that. And I love any person that I've loved that we've lost, it is mm-hmm. such a, you know, we're sad because we don't have them to make the memories with anymore, but the mm-hmm. idea of them in heaven, fully healthy and, yes. you know, fully just healed. Mm-hmm. It's yes. such a wonderful thought. And yes. it's such, I can't wait. It, it's one more reason to look forward to going to heaven is Correct. to get up there and see these, you know, see my mother-in-law with both of her legs yes, and running around and dancing with my father-in-law who I've never met. And just all these beautiful things. It just is, is, it's such
1: a blessing. Yes, indeed. Yes. And when we lose someone and we have had a tragedy in our family in the last year and a half, and we know that sweet Diana is in heaven. And we also know that if she was given the chance to come back, she wouldn't, she oh, is in the perfect yes, place it's and she <laughs> is sitting in Jesus knee, listening to him and probably telling him the funniest, goofiest jokes. <laughs> she had the driest sense of humor and we just, we miss her every day, but we know that she is safe and secure yep. in eternity. And one day we will also be there. Yeah, And we know that, where we're going, no matter where you're going, you do not need your organs. Yes, you do not, or no, so, you do. <laughs> yes. So it's worth it to sign up as an organ donor. Let the doctors and the transplant teams make the decisions when it's, you know, to see if you're going to be an organ donor or not. Don't make the call now. Right. Make the call later. Yes, but sign up. Give someone the opportunity to have the gift of life because waiting three to five years, well, it's now five to seven years for a kidney transplant. So give someone else the gift of life.
0: Yeah. Give someone their husband for a few more years. Exactly. Someone their child for longer. And
1: yes, um,
0: man, Jackie, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that. I know it's still, it's just emotional to talk about it and hear everything. And I love your perspective and your, everything you said was perfect and wonderful and I am so grateful I'm grateful that you're my friend and that we have met and yes I agree grateful that you agreed to come on my podcast sure yeah so my
1: first one it's kind of
0: yeah it's kind of fun it's fun There's like a little bit of therapeuticness that comes through I don't know about the word but like (laughs) it comes through just talking about things and knowing that somebody out there is going to be touched by what you just said and that um you know, God is going to use your words to bring somebody either closer to Him or closer to healing, right. or maybe an organ donor that might save somebody's life, or um, that they might decide to step out in boldness and Correct. and that might have clicked with a couple of people. I know it clicked with me. Absolutely. Like I need to continue um, to step out in faith that God is going to, you know, provide as I'm as I'm having those actions. So thank Every you day. so much. You're um, welcome. Thank you everybody for listening. And if you like what you're hearing on this podcast, definitely share it, tell your friends about it. Give us a like, a follow, um, review us on um, Amazon because, or Amazon, Apple. I don't think we're not on Amazon, but um, on Apple, give us a, a review. And I'm gonna go ahead and, and end our podcast today with Joshua one 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.